Welcome to the Grid Girls Podcast. So welcome to episode 41 of the Grid Girls. Uh, I'm here today on this fabulous Monday. Uh, it's beautiful out. It's wonderful. Um, <laughs> with Catherine Benham, Lisa Olson, and Zoe Hamilton. Welcome, everybody. Hi. Hey, <laughs> Everything is great. So, yeah, we had a really busy weekend. F1 race and an IndyCar race, kind of 12 hours offset from each other, pretty much. Um, what did everybody think? Did everybody stay up for all of it? Yes. Well, I did a much better I- job than for Australia, so that was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well, we've got some, some other stuff to talk about before we get right into the races. Uh, we always do our women in motorsports section. Um, unfortunately, this week it's a bunch of garbage, which is sad. <laughs> yep. Um, we'll start. I guess we'll launch right into it. Uh, so IndyCar had had podium girls this weekend, which were kind of prominently shown on the broadcast, which was kind of annoying. Um, and relevant to that, Robin Miller has been saying dumb shit in his mailbag again. Uh, and so has Joe Seward. And it's all kind of about the same thing as it always is. It's about grid girls and, you know, women as objects. And it's it's so exhausting, friends. It it really is. I don't know. It's like with Joe Seward, I mean, like, honestly, I've kind of given up just looking at anything. But, you know, when it's brought to my attention, I, I can't help it and just kind of yeah. have a nose and just get more and more disappointed every day. But just... I don't understand where he comes from because, like, it's yeah. just so much nonsense. Like, the one that got me the most was him saying about them showing kids instead of girls and being like, oh, you know, and then we'd all be accused of being pedophiles. I'm just like, what the fuck did you just say? Like, how do you how do you make that logical oh my leap God. from, like, the, the switch from showing women's butts in a magazine to showing kids having fun at a race is the same what no i just how do you even do this lack of logic poor writing just so much bad logical (laughs) the logical gymnastics men will do to be able to continue objectifying women is just mind-blowing i can't i can't do it oh god and it's like all about bringing you know young boys into the series i'm just like okay what that's not the way to do that you know, isn't that also kind of sketchy that you're trying to appeal to the sexuality of a 14 year old boy? Yeah. Like you're again perpetuating your own argument. Exactly. Sam. Like what are you doing? Yeah. The whole backstory of this is that Joe Say- Sayward, it's Sayward, right? Sayward. I mean, not yeah. that it matters. Uh, yeah. Went on, okay. <laughs> <laughs> went on side podcast to talk about a whole bunch of things. Yeah. Um, the the you know the crappy part is that some of his opinions about like social media and like moving forward in the sport are pretty good but then you get to the whole women in motorsport thing and he just stalls yeah you know like what 
Um, they were, they spoke about China, they spoke about Melbourne, and then they talked about Grid Girls. And the host of Side Podcast was, you know, making all of the arguments very concisely that, you know, we make on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And Sayward came back with all of the same old tired arguments, yeah. you know. Oh, it's tradition. Oh, sports is our escape from the politics of the real world. Like, we, we don't have to be polit- politically correct here. This is supposed to be our safe space. That's Who's funny. safe space? <laughs> <laughs> I, exactly. The old white men. Yeah, seriously. Um, who don't actually need a safe space. Uh, and yeah, the whole naked ladies appear, appeal to 14-year-old boys. And the whole pedophilia thing. Like, just... Stop Gross. talking, man. <laughs> oh, I know. He needs to leave. Yeah. And I was thinking about it. What? Where are we going to be when all of these old dudes just aren't in the sport anymore? Mm. Like, how much better is it going to be? When they all just leave. And Hopefully guys like we get better people to replace them. Get some women to replace them. Yeah. Well, I mean, even right now, you've got guys like Luke Smith and Tony DeZeno and Katie Hargett and just, like, the up-and-comers, especially on NBC. Like, I think they've done a great job populating Apart for the most Robin part. Apart from Robin Miller. Apart from Robin Miller, which we will get to in a minute, because, oh my god. Uh, but again, he's an old dude, and it's all the, the youths who are, you know, filling all these spots in uh, the broadcast and in the writing and everything, who are, you know, very, very reasonable about these things for the most part. Yeah. So They're definitely more yeah. open-minded. Like, even if they don't initially have those thoughts and opinions, because, you know, it is easy to just, you know, sort of, I don't want to say brainwashed, but just accept everything as is. But as long as people yeah. are, you know, they're in tune with what other people are saying and then go, oh, okay, well, maybe they have a point and I should reevaluate. And- right. As long as that keeps happening, which I think is definitely more common with a younger generation, then we're definitely going to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things, like, I've been watching since I was wee, and one of the things I used to always get was the F1 official sort of annuals, which was full of tech and that, so I couldn't fully understand it. But the pictures, like, I remember um, one year you had, it was in the arrow section, you had... A woman who is all body paint apart from uh, like a bikini bottom. Uh, and like at the time it didn't click to me. Yeah. But now that I look back, it's really And it's really disturbing that you just kind of accept it. You're just like, oh okay. And then it's not until later that you're just like, oh. Not how you should be appealing to young fans. No. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. Or just any fans. You really. know, I, I think I think that, you know, I think kids these days are a lot more aware mm-hmm. of what the whole push for girls to get into STEM fields and the whole, uh, you know, kind of working towards making everything equal, you know, girls will try to get into these STEM fields and immediately they'll see that, oh my gosh, like, this isn't, like, the women at this race, these races aren't people in STEM, they're just these people to look at. I mean, it's the same stuff we always say. Yeah. This isn't the way to appeal to younger fans at all. And, you know, if he, if Robin Miller and Joe Sayward think it's anything else, then I think they're delusional. Yeah. But yeah, Zoe, you want to tell us about what Robert Miller did? Because you got real heated about it. <laughs> oh, Marshall Purit does a podcast, and one of them is just sort of This Week in IndyCar. And during it, he brought up the fact that Loki the Wolf Dog was sponsoring Spencer Pickett's car. Mm-hmm. To which, which is Rob- hilarious in and of itself. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but Robin decided that this was the option moment to come out with, well, I've seen dogs with drivers on their arms and you're like what and you could literally hear marshall's voice sort of like he's sort of giving this awkward laugh not quite sure what to do with it 
And yeah, then, his his response was just, "Oh, Robin, like uh-huh. what? What are you doing?" Uh-huh. So, and then Robin decided he needed to clarify oh, this God. as if we hadn't understood by adding in two-legged. And then Marshall, like, right, that's enough. Like you could literally hear him getting annoyed with him. Like Robin has always kind of like creeped me. His grid runs in past years when uh, James's ex Kirsten D was still around. He seemed to just gravitate straight towards her. Yeah, he's interviewing James, but he's really just there for Kirsten. Mm. And he does the same yeah. for a couple of the others. No, what are you doing, you you old man? <laughs> like, stop yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically everything that Elizabeth wrote about in her article. Yeah. And the stuff that we've been talking about, you know, why we got that gallery taken down. Why the gallery full of shots of, you know, parts of women's bodies that they didn't consent to having, you know put online yeah. uh you know these women aren't at these races for the purpose of you know unwanted attention from dudes which is exactly what he's doing and then you look at why he was like fired from indie star and it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's again and once these old these older guys cycle out of the sport hopefully the younger guys will take it up upon themselves to not be as garbage it's really not that hard to be perfectly honest, yeah. like Luke and Tony do such a good job of it. Mm-hmm. If you guys are listening, <laughs> like seriously, great job, fam. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I don't know. Not that everybody should aspire to be like them, but everyone should kind of use them as the, you know, here's how you, you know, don't be garbage. <laughs> it's not pretty that easy. hard. Yeah. No. Um, the whole having podium girls the pageant women at Long Beach was super frustrating, too. And I know, Lisa, you got into it on Twitter last night. Yeah, with the race account, actually. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, we kind of expect this bullshit from Robin Miller and Joe Soward at this point. But, like, Mm -hmm. literally last podcast, we were praising IndyCar as compared to, like, F1 and NASCAR for being, oh, they don't have too many grid girl, podium girl, like, issues they're they don't better. highlight them they don't focus on them yeah they're you know some of them might be there but usually they're, they're never not a focus of the broadcast center and, and of course next week they just got prove us wrong <laughs> for the race but yeah i don't know the race accounts answer was just to say oh it's it's tradition and pageantry and that's always been in the sport but you know what there's a lot of shitty things that used to be in the sport that aren't in the sport every a- anymore Yep. It's called progress. It's growing, evolving. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Additionally, one of the really awful things I saw for that was, uh, did you see the actual ad for the... I did. uh, (laughs) Trying to find girls for the the pageant, uh, where they actually compare women's bodies to machines, to cars, (laughs) uh, which, you know, we're not things. Women are not objects. We're not here to, to do what race cars do. Like, we're just... Oh my god, I get so frustrated about this 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 stuff that it's just difficult to talk about at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of it. We're here to be people. If you want to empower women, empower women, what you can do is give them positions, give them jobs, mm-hmm. get them mm-hmm. out there, get them doing things that aren't just standing around and looking sexy. That's yeah. not empowerment. Don't, don't That's literally call them objects. Don't mm-hmm. literally call them objects. Like, not. It's not hard. It's really not hard. Or like and, even just get. Normal women, just everyday fans being, you know, grid girls or just, you know, being on the grid or whatever. Just, you know, not mm-hmm. models. Oh, uh, one, of, one of the really funny things that I saw in the Joe Sayward interview, which is relevant to this, is uh, the side podcast host was talking about how 
there really is no reason for grid girls to exist. Yeah. Like, all the mechanics, all the people that push the cars out, know where exactly they have to be on the grid at all times. Yeah. And a lot of tracks like, have lights gonna... as well that will say what numbers the places need to be. They're not going to line up in the wrong the wrong little box nope. if there's not a you know half naked lady there holding the sign for them. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, I mean that's not a good that's not a good. Wet knows where to go. So without their yeah. grid girls. So. <laughs> Idea yeah, regarding IndyCar. Have it be an IndyCar Nation contest. Who, oh to my stand god! Stand and yes. hand out trophies on the podium. Sign me up. <laughs> so much better. Um, that would be amazing. Watkins Glen didn't have any grid girls or anything. They literally just had fans hanging out at the podium. Like that was it. Yeah. Like I don't remember the grid girls in St. Petersburg being, or the trophy girls being as obvious. No. Well, I don't. Either. I don't think they had girls give the trophies out in St. Pete. I think either. it was either. Like the race organizers and the and people from like the mayor of St. Pete was there. Yeah. Um. If they had podium girls, they might have been the Tampa Bay cheerleaders, the Buccaneers no, cheerleaders. Know. But I don't remember. Like they weren't prominent enough that I you know actually remember them being there, mm-hmm. which is not the same for Long Beach. I mean, one of the other things was during the the week, you had Charlie tweeting about one of his race engineers whose name has escaped me. Um, yeah, his race engineer is a woman, right? Uh-huh. And then you also had on Insta Story, uh, Marco uh, was winding up uh, one of his engineers, Amanda Lund, who, because I'm really sad, I remembered her previously <laughs> on Andretti TV when James was interviewing like various members of the crew. And at the time, she was an intern. So, I mean, she's since like obviously completed her degree and has kept on with the team like there's all these women who are working their way up who are like going from being like interns and that to full-time members but Noah still got the mm. the grid girls that yeah they're like, they're they're still a focus where uh-huh. you know what I really wish that the series would do more to highlight like the women involved in the series I feel like that that could be a nice little video series mm-hmm. they could do like it'd be really nice just to know Who's out there? Who's doing stuff? Yeah. Well, that's all garbage. <laughs> Let's talk about F1. It's more fun. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> I've I've now watched this race three times. Oh boy. Well, only once. Only once all the way through because I basically skipped the second half of the race all three times. That's uh, fair. Not not super. I mean, the beginning of it was pretty great. I think the 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 damp helped a lot. Yeah. That, like one random. That one random wet patch, like, right before the start-finish line, like, yeah. screwed with everyone. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which, yeah, made the tire choices interesting, um, because I believe most of the grid started on inters. All of yep. the grid started on inters, except Carlos. Who yeah. <laughs> was just Carlos. like, I'm gonna do a thing! <laughs> I was just like, well, good for you. <laughs> and then Palmer decided to follow him with that idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Um... So qualifying was yeah, I getting up for P one and FP one and FP two was a wash, literally. Yeah. Um yeah. qualifying was a situation. Um I thought qualifying was to, really fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was, it was decent. Close. Um because like obviously watch IndyCar a lot as well, like when Inter like had that crash, in my head I was going, Right, he's gonna be starting the back and I went, No way, he doesn't lose his fastest times. No. Mm. For, yeah, for causing the yellow. 
He still true, had to take a, a penal a grid penalty for changing yeah, uh, his gearbox and the car repair. Yeah, but not all the way at the back. Mm-hmm. Right, but if he hadn't had to change his gearbox, he wouldn't. He would have kept that time, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a little different from Andy Carr. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, Grosjean had to start from the back. He had a really good day. Yeah. He made up like ten places to. You know, finished a lot better than he started, mm-hmm. so good for him. Haas, in, in general, kind of mm-hmm. didn't do too badly. But... Apparently, it's a good thing to stick a Frenchman at the back. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing I'm noticing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Max Verstappen got driver of the day. Not like too unsurprising. Who was surprised? I actually think he deserved it this time. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, I can't think of anyone. Not that... a big Max fan, but man, he passed a lot mm-hmm. of people in a short uh-huh. amount of time. Yeah. But he couldn't get past a Haas with blue well, flags. That he did. He did eventually. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a little questionable. Um, okay, so beginning of the race was fine. Uh, it was interesting <laughs> until Lance Stroll did things. I mean, in fairness, that I would place the blame more on mm. Perez for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah, like know. you know Stroll just lost it. He was hit. Well, he didn't just lose it, but also that whole damp patch, like, mm-hmm. just screwed him over, too. Yeah. Because there was one year where he spun. Yeah. And he just... Um, Perez didn't get damage from that. He was yeah. Like, yeah. More damage than he did. Um, so, yeah. Once that first safety car came out, a bunch of people came in and pitted. Um, Vettel was one of them um, to switch to soft tires because apparently enough of the track was fine that that was worth it. Yeah. And uh, the speed difference between the inters and the softs was significant enough that, yeah. I know Carlos Sainz was saying after the race that um, he was lapping like two seconds quicker than he expected to be on the soft tires at the start of the race. Yeah. Uh, so he was able to make up a good amount of ground, which, I mean, he finished seventh. He That's did. He was pretty, basically best of the rest. Good. Yeah. He's yeah. awesome. Um, considering he also sp- on at one point. Like, <laughs> he was oh, all over the pretty, place. Pretty good. <laughs> and he also clattered like his rear into a, a barrier. But whatever. <laughs> you know? Yep. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He 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 found the one car with the carbon fiber that <laughs> wasn't gonna break when it hit the wall somehow <laughs> magically. He's a wizard. So second second safety car a couple laps later, because Chiovanazzi crashed again. Yeah, you know, was... I love him, but he's costing Sauber so much money. Yeah. I feel so bad. I know. I mean, he's kind of put in a crap position because he hasn't had the testing time, and mm-hmm. I mean, I feel bad no. for him. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, Ferrari's he's, he's... probably given him a, a good amount of money because they've stuck him in the car while that's true. Pascal's out, so they've probably sat there and went, "It's okay, maybe <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. We'll just chuck you a couple more parts. It'll be okay. <laughs> Whatever." Um. So after the second safety car. Really, Lewis kind of just took off into the distance, which feels like old times. Yeah, it was a bit um, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's too bad the Ferraris couldn't do anything this I week. think the two um, problems, it was the it was the second safety car, because otherwise Sebastian would have been, I think, fighting for the lead without that. Yeah. But, so that was I was surprised Merck didn't pit under the first safety car. Yeah. Because well, they would have kind of been screwed if there wasn't a second safety car. They yeah. were out there on inters. Most everyone yeah, else that's true. As the track dread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And then also poor, um, poor Valtteri having some oh, I know. some issues. Oh, I bad. If How do you spin under the safety it car? It happens. Like, what People have done it. But, I know. But he was so sad on, after the he race. He really too. was. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, but at least he didn't, like, take out his teammate. Well, that's true. When he's gone. <laughs> Could have been worse. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, you know, it would have been good seeing him, like, fight up the front as well. But, uh-huh. yeah. you know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's kind of always the goal, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, I have a note in this, in our little Google document. Um, in the battle of Giovinazzi versus the main straightaway, <laughs> the main straightaway went three for three this week. Because <laughs> oh. um, he crashed in the same place three times. Oh, Son. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? There's a thing. Learn from uh, your mistakes. Yeah. I mean, I, I think really the changing... that spot on the track now. <laughs> yeah. The conditions constantly changing didn't really help a oh, lot. Oh, God, no. But, yeah, not great. So, yeah, the, the two rookies out of the race really early, and then Stoffel was third. <laughs> oh, so McLaren. All the, all the youths. Oh, my God, seriously. For a while, it looked like Fernando was going to do okay. I mean, he made it all the way up into sixth at one point. Yeah. Very early on, which was okay. It's weird, because, like, the first two races, like, the two races of the season, he's retired right after, like, a fight with someone. Because in the first race, it was the fight with Ocon yeah. and someone else, who I've already forgotten. And um, it was Ocon and... Hulkenberg? Uh, Hulk... No, uh, yeah, no, Hulkenberg. it was Hulkenberg, yeah. And, and so he retired pretty much immediately after that. It's almost as if as soon as he starts pushing that engine, like, slightly more yeah. than it needs to be pushed, like, the McLaren is just like, oh, no. Because it was... No, why have you done exactly. this? Exactly. <laughs> it was right after his fight with Carlos that it was just like, and he's yeah. slowing down. <laughs> it's just like, well... Which, oh, my God, <laughs> Carlos. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, oh, I'm so proud of him. I don't even... Like, he's not <laughs> even a fave, and I'm just like, man, good for you, man. Yeah. Good for you. He's great. Yeah. So, uh, other stuff that happened early, Checo had a really good fight with Felipe and, and Kvyat. A, little, a couple little overtakes there. I know you're not happy about oh it, Oh my Catherine, god, Williams, but... why do we still suck in the wet? <laughs> I'm so sad. I don't know. I don't know. It probably didn't help that they missed that day of wet testing. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> don't talk to On me. On behalf of Canada. <laughs> I think Stroll had a better day crashing out at the start. Verstappen took out Dan and Kimmy, or passed them, within, like, half a lap of each other. Mm -hmm. That was pretty... That was was good. Yeah, you know, as much as I don't like Max Verstappen and all of his fans... um, Same. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was fun to watch. So, (laughs) good good for him. I don't know. I don't want to say nice sure. things about him because I don't whatever. like him. But I was worried <laughs> yeah. he was ga- he was gaining on Lewis too before like the track started to dry for a little yeah. bit. There. I was ca- after I was passed, kind like, of rooting like, for that to happen because yeah. I was just like, well, you know, I kind of prefer Max to win <laughs> if Seb's gonna stay fit because I'm just like I need a point deficit somewhere to not be as terrible. But then it was okay because yeah, Seb ended up coming second. I'm just like I can take this. This is fine. Yeah, he had a nice little recovery there. He did. Um, what a, yeah, good job. That was pretty amazing. Um, Danny Kvyat's car died yeah. on lap 20. And he was doing well, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, I was going to say, so F1 has... They've done a much better job this year of, like, making highlight videos and, mm-hmm. you know keeping track of all the social media stuff that the drivers are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, they had this really nice article today on F1.com that was just, like, all of the drivers' Instagram adventures mm-hmm. over the weekend and, like, a nice little ordered, collected thing. And they also did a seven-minute highlight video of the whole race. Mm-hmm. And the first half of the video was the first 11 laps. 
and then the second half was the rest and the podium. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> which I think sums up this race very nicely. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, three and a half minutes for 11 laps, and then the, the next, like, f- 44 laps or whatever was just a couple of, like, a Lewis Hamilton pit stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, a couple other things. Yeah, the only highlight between laps 28 and lap 55 um, was Lewis's pit stop and Fernando Alonso's car dying. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. That, yeah, this race was very good early and then kind of dull at the end, but it's... it's yeah, probably fun. the most... Because, I mean, there were so many laps of just the train of Dan, Kimmy, Sebastian that was just mm-hmm. going round and round, and it's just like, oh, my God, please, someone do Nothing something. And then Sebastian was just like, no, you know what? I'm just going to do this thing. Yeah. And then, you know, finally made the move on Kimmy and then made the gr- awesome move on Dan. And it's just yeah, like, that was beautiful. Banging the wheels. More of this, please. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, oh yeah, their wheels touched and like brake dust flew out or something, and I was like, "Oh no, they're they're gonna take each other out." No punctures. No, <laughs> no. Nothing. I think it was because it was direct <laughs> that it was good it enough. It was to directly not... tire on tire. Yeah. Like it was perfect. Except it was rubbed beautiful. away the red on the super softs of Dan tires because <laughs> as he was going around, I'm just like, I don't know what tires he's on anymore because they're just black. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's too funny. Yeah. yeah, that was a really good move. That was uh, Luke Smith, again, not to bring up the same people all the time, but, like, <laughs> he wrote a really good article about, um, like, how overtaking is so hard in F1 now, if you can pull it off like that, like, it's an art. Mm-hmm. Which I can see the argument for, uh, because that was really good. I just wish we could see more of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, I like, I like watching that. It's a good time. Yeah. It was also fun at one point, like, Seb was right behind Max and kind of forced him into a really bad lockup mistake. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of a shame because I was looking for a good fight between them. I was kind of terrified because Mm -hmm. I'm always terrified of anyone overtaking Max. But, um, you know, it it really, I don't think they even went a lap with them chasing each other down. Like, Max pretty much made a mistake almost immediately as soon as Seb was behind him. I was just like, yeah, he ran, he ran wide really early in that battle. Um, and then just couldn't recover from it. No. So Seb kind of... a little of... nervous to have Seb fall. Yeah, I think so. I, I do like that. <laughs> that pleases me. <laughs> that's, that's okay. That's okay. The yeah. intimidation factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, related to that, I guess moving to the post-race a little bit, did you notice, or have you noticed between the first two races, like, the fact that there's no room of awkwardness and they're just kind of out in the middle of everything... Mm makes things a little more comfortable i mean because it's you have to know that it's because nico's not there (laughs) it is because nico's not there but it's it's been really it's been nice almost to like hear what they're talking about and like and they're all speaking english it's cool that the first thing the first thing they went to look at on the board was to see who got the fastest lap and like (laughs) goofy stuff like that and just talking about like you know, how they were doing in the race and, like, all the stuff that they were seeing while they were driving. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really cool to be able to overhear that, and I really like the way they set that up this year. Yeah. I think part of the reason is it's not inter-team fighting. It is, like, they're in separate teams because I think as soon as you're in the one team, it can either go fine or it is going to end up either hating each other really badly. It's yeah. Just... And wanting to be sort of conspiratorial, which is sort of what it became... Yeah. Between yeah, the whole like sabotage factor is uh, yeah. much greater when it's two teammates than if it's three people on different teams. Yeah. Do you mean British media? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't remember the last time we had 
three different teams on the podium. It's usually like two guys from one team and then one guy from the other. It, there must have been a Mercedes I, Ferrari Red Bull, Red Bull last year. Uh-huh. It seemed like Ferrari didn't have that many podiums last no. year. Didn't Force India end up on the podium last year? Yes, yes. Monaco they did. Checo got on the podium in Monaco. Was it? Baku and Monaco, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he he did in Bar- either Bahrain or Abu Dhabi the year before. Mm-hmm. Also, this race yeah. was um, Lewis's first Grand Slam, the the win, the pole, Led fastest every lap, lap yeah. and leading every lap. Every time I see people retweeting from the F1 Twitter, it's always like Lewis has mat- done this, he's matched this person. It's like, yeah, you need to get an R5 to catch Jim Clark. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and he's only gotten three in three years, so. Yeah. Got a little ways to go. Welp. I mean, that's fine. Oh, speaking of switching teams and maybe getting called by the wrong name. Oh, oh my god. I was engineer called Venturi Nico and I wept. Oh, like, it was really funny and really sad. <laughs> I know. It took me like five minutes to really realize what had happened and then I rewound it and watched it again and I was just like, oh no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that just oh, made. Oh no, don't make Valtteri was probably already like super sad that he'd screwed up and then now he just gets called Nico and it's just like, oh. <laughs> just like, yeah. Why yeah. is this oh, I life? See how it is. He just oh, needed man. a hug. Like, yeah, he seriously. He really did. Poor, Valtteri. Poor dude. <laughs> Not his best day. Yeah, so the podium was interesting. Uh, in terms of the other teams finishing, like, again, Haas, sneaky good race for them. Yeah. <laughs> Together, between them, they moved up 14 places, which is not bad, and they finished 8th and 11th, so mm-hmm. yay, America. <laughs> uh, <laughs> talking to Kevin Magnuson after the race, he did a little interview and um, just seemed really happy about everything, so yeah, that was nice. that's good. Force India did okay, I guess. Yeah, they're both in the points uh, again. So. Esteban Ocon was talking about how they fucked up a pit stop. Like, he came in, he thought he was supposed to come in for tires, but they had not actually called him in. So he just drove through the pits and didn't take tires and just wasted, like, 20 seconds, oh. which is a, a kind of unfortunate. Because he made up seven places and finished 10th, and uh, he could have beaten Perez and maybe Magnussen oh. um, for a slightly higher place. But, I mean... Yeah, yeah it shows that, you know, the pace of that car is pretty decent. Yep. So, good for them. Yeah. And pink cars. Yeah. I know. <laughs> also, I, I really just like Esteban Ocon. Like, he just, he's very well-spoken. Like, listening to his interview was really fun. <laughs> so, yeah. Good things for him. Also, again, um, shout out for Carlos, because I love him. That he, yeah, he has now catapulted no. single-handedly Toro Rosso up into fourth in the championship. So. Oh, like, dang. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. Who would have thought? That, I think that that midfield battle is just going to be really, really fun this year. Mm-hmm. Weirdly enough. Like, obviously, there's the whole Vettel versus Ricardo, or, uh, excuse me, Vettel versus <laughs> Hamilton thing. I, w- I was thinking about them as teammates. <laughs> I fucked up. Uh, yeah, Vettel, Hamilton, and Verstappen up front. But then, like, the Force India, Renault, Toro Rosso. Williams when it's not raining. Um, when it's not raining, which should hopefully be most places. Yeah, please. Uh, that battle is just going to be, yeah, it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. So those teams are a lot closer mm-hmm. together than I think a lot of people thought they would yeah. be, which is nice. Yeah. So It's just a shame they're like half a minute behind everyone else. Yeah, 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 that's true. But what can you do, I guess? Yeah. I think at this point we have to just accept it and, and you know, take what little joy we can from the things that, <laughs> that are yeah. happening. So... That's fine. Uh, again, we have another race in like six days. Yeah. Probably five or four days by the time I edit this podcast. <laughs> yep. 
going to Bahrain. I, like, as... Huh, anything you can say about Bahrain, like, at least it's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, the sparks and the fact that it's a night race is always Sunset. really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It. And I, I don't have to get up stupidly early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. yeah. You, for you guys, it's like a what three thirty, four thirty p.m. I start, think so. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. For us, it's ten thirty a.m., which isn't. It's not bad. I can nice. sleep in. Yeah. So, yeah. um, last year at Bahrain, uh, Fernando Alonso had been hurt, oh, so yeah. Stoffel Vindorn raced for him. So that's first points for McLaren. <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. And we yep. still had it, former drivers saying, "Oh, you should just take some aspirin and you'll be <gasps> fine." Yeah. Yeah, why? That is, and actually, on that note, I wonder if Pascal's going to be back at this point in Bahrain, mm-hmm. or if he's going to take a couple more weeks off. How many more cars can Giovinazzi? Oh no! <laughs> I think if it's not raining, he'll do much better. I do. I do too. I'm, I'm teasing. Uh, <laughs> how many more cars will Lance Stroll wreck? Oh. Hopefully none. I know. Well, you know what? At least both of the rookies did badly, and not just mm-hmm. one of them. Yeah. So. It's hard being a rookie. Yeah, it is. Um, last year in Bahrain, Nico won from Kimi and Lewis, so that was uh, a pretty good podium. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, we still had that weird Ugh. qualifying format in Bahrain last year, which How even... I think this was the last race that happened. Yeah. <laughs> that was so terrible. Because for some reason, like, no one cared that it sucked the first time. They were just like, well, maybe we'll just check and no. make sure it sucked. Before we actually make sure it, it wasn't just that one time. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then it was. It sucks. It was worse. Still. Yeah. No. It, it absolutely definitely yeah. sucked. I think they made sure um, that, that was... it sucked. Mm-hmm. That was a really good race for Haas too. That was when Rogro finished fifth. That was awesome, and it was like their second race ever. That was the was so wonderful. He had the super awesome, but I didn't appreciate it at all. Move on Felipe, where he just mm-hmm. breezed yep, past, he and I was just like, oh, okay then. Thanks. Yeah. Good to see you. (laughs) Glad you're here. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Uh, That was also one of the very few times Vettel has not started a race because his engine died on the warm up. I'd forgotten about that until I was rereading about the race today and thinking at that time that was kind of unfortunate. Yeah. But not really. Kimmy's (laughs) usually guaranteed a podium there. Because he hadn't. Because Rosewater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. We'll see. I think probably if I had to guess, let's guess the podium for next week. Who, who you got? Who you got? I'm picturing a Mercedes and I'm picturing a Ferrari. But in mm, what that's order? Very, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go specifically. Do I have to? Yes. Uh... I'm gonna pick Kimmy to win. Oh. Oh. Because I don't, I don't really think it'll happen. But if it did, it'd be really funny. Uh, so let's go, Kimmy. First, Lewis second, and Max third. Oh. Mm. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Hamilton, Vettel, wow. Bottas. Okay, okay. Okay. I'm gonna go Vettel, <laughs> Hamilton, Reichman. Okay. Um, Tell me what you got. Fernando. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean whoa I... dream big. <laughs> Everyone else Honda, is going the power to... of dreams. <laughs> it's their tagline. Yeah, yeah. But in a more serious note, um, well, I'd like Bottas, Hamilton, Vettel. I really, really want Vettel um, to win a race. 
Yeah. yeah. So badly. That'd be really great. I mean, he's got the equipment to do it now. Yeah. So. He just needs just the confidence boost. I think he's definitely going to win mm. this year at uh-huh. some point. He better. <laughs> the, the fact there is already the talk of team orders oh, coming I know. in. I just and it's like, that. two races. Come on, let us at least get to the halfway mark where you can sit there and go, okay, driver A has... 200 points, driver B has 50. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm going to back driver A. Yeah, you know. I think it's probably going to depend on how far ahead of Vettel he is in the championship Mm. because, yeah, they're going to have driver orders if he's fighting with Ferrari and Red Mm -hmm. Bull for, Mm -hmm. you know. But they want to win the team championship again, too, I would assume. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, getting Valtteri a good good Mm. couple wins would be nice. Yeah. But, yeah, I think overall this last week's race was decent. Uh-huh. Um, I'm excited about Bahrain. It, I think it can be, it'll be a lot better. Yeah. Be a nice dry race, not a lot of fuck-ups. Hopefully Lewis just doesn't storm off into the distance. <laughs> yep. I think last he, year in Bahrain, didn't he, like, hit somebody on opening lap or something? He had a battery hit him. Valtteri <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. literally oh, just no. plowed into his side oh, pod. <laughs> it was an adventure. Um, so yeah, that was, he better not do that this time because there'll be problems. <laughs> yeah, please God, no. But yeah, and he, oh, he, he suffered as well because like Bahrain was the second race last year, right? And then it was China. Yes. And, and then he suffered in China too. Yeah, but. well, he had to take a penalty for an, uh, some change on his car because of the accident he'd had in Bahrain. So oh, no. that was a lingering issue. <laughs> I was just like, well. Then, then it's like. He, his front wing broke in China, and yep. he was, like, driving a lap over his front wing. It was, yeah. Oh, that's it was right. Ugly. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> China last year was God. amazing. <laughs> there was so <laughs> so many shenanigans. It really was. You do realise now the British media is going to bring up the fact that Bottas and oh, we had that obviously. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait to read all about it again. Valtteri will just be Thanks, like, yeah, that England. happened, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... Alright, well I'm I'm pretty excited that we have two weeks in a row of F one. Yeah. It should be good. Um, let's talk about IndyCar. <laughs> <Ugh. sighs> good day my, for my you. Like just I hurt. Everything hurts and I want to die. That was just incredible. Uh, I can't. I just... They, they they all DNF'd right in a row. Yeah. All four Andretti's right in a amazing. row. Like one after the horrible. other after the other after the other. It's like a, at me. one point I kind of thought I'd imagined Sato slowing down and I was just like, no, that can't mm-hmm. have happened. We can't have lost literally no, all did. four of them. It absolutely did. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Poor Ryan Hunter Ray. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Six laps from the end. Like, mm-hmm. you, ugh, I can't. We could have had a battle between two Andretti's and Hinch yeah. for like, a good part of the end of that race, mm-hmm. and it would have been fucking glorious. <laughs> and we didn't. I'm I, so I, salty. I think Honda accidentally shipped the wrong engines to Andretti. God damn it! <laughs> I think those ones were supposed to be going to McLaren. Dude! <laughs> That's true. Um, so before the race, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but Sharna came to visit Yes. Yeah, yeah she, she'd done a uh, Mayor on Air episode as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is, is that and, out yet? Yes, it's already out. Oh. My question was on it. I didn't oh, get my Joseph one. It. I didn't get my what Joseph did... one in, but I got my Masharna one in. Um, what I asked, did you ask? Um, what if she was hunting the the paddock for the next dancing driver? Oh, and, oh nice! And James <laughs> nominated Joseph. <gasps> Can you imagine? <laughs> oh my lord, that would be majestic. Yes, please. 
Yes. <laughs> he needs to do at least one dance in a kitty shirt. <laughs> it needs to happen. Or dress the cat. Have him do or- cats. Oh, oh god! Song from cats. <gasps> what if they dance to cats? I can't. I can't handle this. Even, just even speculation is too much. I have just upset my dog by mentioning the c word. <laughs> uh, dancing with the stars related. Did you see also that was it Sasha Jolie, the little person? Oh, from Tara Jolie. Oh, yeah, Tara, yeah, Sasha her, was her Tara partner. Jolie. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, messed up her first name. But she Sasha, was, Sasha was. Yeah, Sasha was who she danced with. Okay. That was the dude she danced with. I mixed yeah. them up. He was cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, they were there too. And there was, like, they were so bro-y with, uh, with Hinch the whole season. <laughs> and I'm so glad that they're still hanging out. Like, that's so wonderful. I love it. <laughs> Didn't Hinch in, um, invite Shana to the 500 as well? Yes, that happened too. They So they're doing that 101 bottles of milk thing. Right. And they're, like, publicizing, I think it's one a day. Okay. Uh like who they give them to. I think Rossi brought one to Sports Center when he went on a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hinch gave one to Sharna. Like one of the 101 bottles of milk went to ah, Sharna. Cool. So that's so delightful. <laughs> and that's how he invited her to the Indy 500. Oh. I'm so glad they're still friends. So my roommate's been watching Dancing with the Stars this season because um, David Ross, one of the Chicago Cubs, is on mm-hmm. it. You know, they just won the World Series like a couple months ago. And like, Sharna's new partner, like not to go too in depth on Dancing with the Stars or anything, but like I don't like him. I don't like him at all. So the fact that she's still hanging out with Hinch makes me really happy. Yes. Well, apparently he's a was it a bullfighter and he 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 had a big fall and he was yeah really paralyzed yeah, yeah. and all this and it's like she actually made fun of this. And she's like, I'm getting all the injured guys. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, all right, so the actual race. Started well, mm-hmm. sort of. Well, not for not for the pole sitter. <laughs> not for well, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Hinch, Hinch, Dixon, and Ryan Hunter Ray kind of got off to a good start. Helio got pole, and like something happened right off the yeah. start where he dropped right back into sixth. Um, and then Charlie Pinball <sighs> strikes again. God damn it! Right into willpower. <sighs> they went through the fountain side by side, the, the fountain corner, and then like that next little set of turns. Like, he knew Will was right there, yeah. and he turned in and just ruined everything. Yeah, now he tried deal. to blame Will. Yeah. yeah, he did. And then Will, Will was fucking went off of at him. No. <laughs> yeah, uh, the whole article about Will's comments about all this is pretty epic. I, I didn't see any so. of them. Oh, but man, I, I'll send you a link. I can imagine. <laughs> yep. Just copy and paste Watkins Glen. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> He was quite scathing about Charlie Kimball. I mean, good. (laughs) I was pleased. I'm glad that pretty much everyone now has a reason to be salty at Charlie Kimball. Mm. Like, it's not just me anymore, thank God. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No. So, obviously, full course yellow. Going around for a couple laps, it's fine. Uh, Lap 5 restart. Um, Dixon gets away really good. Dixon decides to go on a three-stop strategy, and all the other guys up front went for a two-stop strategy. Mm-hmm. He he was originally on the two-stop as well, because right at the start he was making fuel with everyone mm-hmm. else, because he was actually um, slowing up hinging that. That's why he like, hinged past him, because he was making so much fuel. And then because of the safety cars, 
decided to switch to the free stop because he said, let's not have what happened in the last race. I think, too, Joseph was pretty much on a three-stop, too, from the beginning mm-hmm. of the race. Yeah, Joseph yeah. was also on a three-stop. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Ryan Hunter-Ray, Hinch, and Rossi were going to go for two-stoppers. Mm-hmm. Um, so Scoot and Joseph pitted on lap 11, or lap 17, excuse me. And the other three up front pitted on a lap 20, or no, uh, excuse me. Hinch and Rossi pitted on lap 28, and then Ryan Hunter-Ray went for, like, a couple more laps. So they were comparing him to Vettel in Australia, mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. how he went for a couple uh-huh. extra laps to try to get the um, the cut. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it worked for Hinch. Hinch won. Everything was yeah. good. Everyone else fucked up. <laughs> Nothing worked <laughs> for the Andretti's. My whole life. It's hard to yeah. do anything when your car doesn't go. Yeah. yeah. Kind of we could have had it all. We could have had it all. <laughs> was it... Marco's something happened to Marco's engine and his throttle stuck open and mm-hmm. he sat in that wee buy that wee runoff area try to fix it for who knows how many lads before <laughs> Brian said it's not happened, just turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. Um someone tweeted a funny Uber joke I saw <laughs> while that. he was just parked there yeah. and I just lost mm-hmm. it. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I know. I can't win. Literally can't win. Yeah. Um, so uh, Simon, Simon was doing well yeah. right at the beginning too. He was up. He was up nine places by lap six. Like good, good job, son. Return of the Menards car. No way you could yeah. miss that going through the field. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Yeah. So because so blinding. I, I didn't get around to watching qualifying. So why was he last? Because of something he impeded Helio. He somehow managed to impede Helio. And even though Helio was fine and actually managed to make it into the fast, uh, not the fast six, the, the next round of qualifying, mm-hmm. race control still decided no, you impeded him, so your two fastest laps went. Wow. Even though he, and he just yeah. like broke the track record, and that was it. <laughs> well, it's fine. Uh, but yeah, so he he's up a whole bunch of places already by lap six. He ended up finishing really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bourdais was second to last, second only to Connor Daly, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Did the, the um, two of them manage? Is it Connor spun and Bourdais sort of brushed the wall or something? Yeah, right, Bourdais this- had a situation where he had to pit really really early mm-hmm. uh, and ended up in the back. But I mean, considering that he drove from second to last all the way to a podium. Mm-hmm. Dang, Dale Coyne, where was this last year? Yeah, seriously. And Ed Jones, too. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. <laughs> I can't. Like, what, really? That's oh, awful. Dale Coyne. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think, honestly, a large part of it might be that they brought over so much staff and everything from KVSH. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah it must be nice to have a little mm-hmm. more regularity, and maybe that's helping, but it's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. And also, compared to last year, where they had their second driver be, like, a rotating Mm -hmm. guy every week, I wonder if it helps saying, oh, we have two drivers, they're going to be here every race, we can build on that. Well, I'm sure, because you you have the same guy giving you feedback every week, Mm -hmm. and you don't have to adjust to a different person's driving style. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's good. Yeah. I don't know. Well, good for Borde, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I have no other words for Mm this. Um, So, Hinch and Rossi pitted on lap 28. Rossi was struggling with cold tires for a while. A whole bunch of people passed him, uh, including Joseph. And there was a really fun shot during the race of Joseph. It was from Joseph's onboard camera uh, of him trying to get past Rossi. And it was just really neat to see, like, the blocking moves Mm -hmm. and then how he would block once and then very respectfully not block again because he's not Charlie (laughs) Kimball. And... 
Um, it, yeah, it was really cool. It was that's a really nice angle, and I wish they would use it a little yeah. more. Um, especially for some of the overtakes, because that was really cool. Uh, yeah, I have a note here that just says those cold tires were a fucking struggle. Oh my god. Because <laughs> yeah, um, I couldn't believe how good Scott Dixon was on his cold tires though, because at one point he pitted and came out and was just fine. Yeah. Like no, no sliding around, no struggles. I guess that's what happens when you've been driving in the series for a million years. <laughs> yep. Yeah, a couple of uneventful laps there. And then RIP all emotions <laughs> forever. Uh, yeah, Marco went out earlier than this. Yeah. And then Rossi went out on lap six, 63. I think Sato went out on like lap 67 yeah, or something. They, they, they ended up like nobody else like crashed out between Marco dying and. <laughs> It was and my like, son dying. Yeah, it was all four end up lined up together, and it was like and the Andretti pain train has rolled yes. into the station. I deal with McLaren. Don't become <laughs> Mick Andretti, please. <laughs> oh my God, please no. So many broken dreams. Uh, so the 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 full course yellow that was out for retrieving Rossi's car lasted several laps too many, in, in someone's opinion. Oh, Emma. <laughs> But um, Emma Dixon got on the horn and just was like furiously tweeting. I'm pretty sure she was convinced that it was just ruining Scott's strategy, which to be fair, it kind of was. Yeah, but it's not like they planned it that way. <laughs> no, 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 of course. But the, the thing is that uh, it was a couple extra laps because they were clearing marbles off the track, which yeah. they really didn't that know. That's so weird. Do. Why did they do that? Yeah. I'm and not they, sure. They always. They always seem to do that if there's a, a yellow towards the end of a race. I think their logic is they know that because it's, it ends up pretty much being a shootout, the drivers are going to try and do anything they can. So the last thing they want is driver going to make it do a dive. And obviously by this point, the marbles are, there is pretty much only one racing line. So I think it is just a... To make things a little more competitive. They yeah. can push hard and not worry about it. But you had like, Emma's first tweet was like, but at, during the yellow was start, there's no debris, dear me. Um, and then it was start, a million exclamation marks, joke, a million exclamation marks. God. Yeah, so she was she was just pretty salty all over uh, the tweets. And IndyCar eventually responding, now nah, we're just, we just typically try to clean up oil on the racetrack for the safety of our drivers, to which Emma was like, oh, please, whatever. No chill whatsoever. Since Twilight when the race happened, all these tweets are now gone. <laughs> so she has sports rage, just like all yeah. of us. <laughs> she does! Maybe she needs a yelling sports Twitter account where she can get all <laughs> yeah. her rage <laughs> out of the public eye. She just she, needs she a troll. Needs to account. Get the track so she can actually because I think when she's at the track, I think she sometimes gets to talk to Scott. Even mm. that, yeah, or she it's... needs to start staring a bottle. Um, Les needs to give her a bottle, and the two of them can just sit there and destroy bottles together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, from there they cleaned up some marbles, restarted the race. Uh, at that point, there was a whole bunch of traffic, lapsed traffic, that was a similar mm-hmm. situation. Um, Michaela Lotion decided to take out Tony Kanan's tire with nine laps to go. Like, yeah, bruh. What, what, what are you doing? Alosha yeah. didn't have the best race. <laughs> no, he really did not. The one thing I didn't get about the lap traffic was you had Will, Max, and Connor. The three of them were all together, but they were all right behind James, and it was like, 
there's only one guy, just let the three of them buy. Yeah. Because, I mean, there was there was a comment about how the lap traffic hadn't let like the front runners buy, but what ended up happening was uh, like Sebastian ended up trying to defend from like uh, Joseph and Scott, so instantly they all fell back while the three of well Max and Connor were just sort of behind James, not not quite able to overtake him, but at the same time they weren't quite in the way of the the rest of the front of the field. It was like this just is a good. mess. Yeah. <laughs> But it's fine. There were only a few laps to go anyway. Uh, Ryan had to raise car died with six laps to go, completing the Andretti pain bingo. And I just wept forever. And that was it. Hinch won. He did. It was great. Yeah. I do like Hinch, and- so that's fine. <laughs> I was very happy. Yeah. And then the first question James was asked. Oh, yeah. How do you feel like doing this after you got hurt two years uh, ago? Always. <laughs> it was yeah. two years ago. Uh-huh. Leave him alone. Yeah. It's like, do you feel you have completed Let- your journey? I mean, let James Hinchcliffe live to K seventeen, like please. Yep. I mean, I um, had to rear view mirror series, which seems to be as a different person every week, every time. Like mm-hmm. the last one, it was sort of about was that should that have been a full course <laughs> caution or not? And um, this time we had um, a Canadian writer uh, Jeff Pavone talking about um, how we need to stop going on about what happened to James. And celebrate like how he's this Canadian driver and how well he's doing as a, a Canadian driver in this series. You put, he just put it so eloquently. Like everyone needs to go and read his article on the IndyCar website. Yeah, like, I think I I saw a link to it and I had not had a chance to read it yet. But yeah, I mean that's true. It would be nice if we could stop. I mean, like you said, Catherine, <laughs> uh, all your faves defined by their injuries. Yeah. <laughs> Like he needs to not, you know, that's that's five career wins for him, which puts him equal with Greg Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only one Canadian who's won more races in in IndyCar, and that's Paul Tracy. I mean, even Jacques Villeneuve, like only five wins. So, yeah, I uh, yeah, we we need to focus more on that and less on the mm-hmm. fact that two years ago he got hurt real bad. Yeah, it it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it's a significant part of his life, but at this mm-hmm. point in his career, like. Mm-hmm. Focus on the fact that he's a really good Canadian driver. Mm-hmm. It's part of his story. It's not all mm-hmm. of his story. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It shouldn't be the focal point. It doesn't define him. I'm going to mention this in the twin trekkers fa- uh, flags or spin, but you could argue there was already been ending points. The first one being when he got back in that car and came out with the whole "I'm like not coming back into the pits" when he was told to come into the pits for them to do like changes. Um, the other one you could argue would have been when he got when he went back to Indy and he got the pole. Yeah. He basically went back to the track and he bet the track, if you like. That should have been it. It might be because of Dancing with the Stars, because obviously every person needs a gimmick for why they're there. And his oh, of was, course, yeah. He nearly dies, so whether because they're hoping that there's people have started following IndyCar because of that, they felt the need to bring it up one last time. Mm, yeah. So that might maybe be... this will be it then. Mm-hmm. Maybe this will finally be the last of it. It won't I be. <laughs> I wish it would be. But... Yeah, if he... I know. Seriously, if he wins at Indy or he wins at an Oval, we'll bring it back up probably. Of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, good for him. I'm glad he won. <laughs> I hope he talks about it on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Joseph got his first podium for Team Penske. Which was cool. He did. Good for him. Yeah, and he's Borde. second in the points for Penske mm-hmm. so far. Oh, wow, behind Simon, which is good. Uh, Borde is still leading the championship. Yeah. Which how <laughs> how 
<laughs> Who would have guessed yeah. that at the beginning? I don't of the even know. What a weird year. I know May- it's only been two races, but that's fine. maybe Dale Coyne absorbed all the Irish luck out of Connor and then sent him on his way. Oh, oh no! Oh. <laughs> Poor Connor. Because <laughs> it might explain why Connor's not having as much luck right now. Way well Dale Coyne is. Well, it, it could also be that he's driving Jack Hawksworth's old crap machine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought AJ Foyt would make some strides forward this year, and they haven't it's so not far. looking good. Yeah. No. But we've only been on street courses, so mm-hmm. you never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. Uh, Ed Jones came P6, and he is P7 in points, which is kind of unbelievable. Yeah. After we were just him. talking about how much rookies were struggling in F1, it's pretty uh, cool yeah. to see the one mm-hmm. IndyCar rookie, the lone rookie doing good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So did, that's, that's pretty awesome. Did you see his... Um, post on Instagram, apparently um, the hero card for him says Ed Jones Jr. <laughs> it was a either a hero card or a poster, but he's referred to as Ed Jones Jr. And he's like, um... Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> That's not a thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, other stuff from this race. There were six lead changes, which is pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. Not the best ever, but not bad. I just, I'm still, I'm gonna be salty at least until Barber, which so, you know, not more days. <laughs> um, <laughs> about the fact that we could have had Ryan Hunter Ray and Hinch and Alex Rossi mm-hmm. battling for the podium spots. Like, it could have been so mm-hmm. good. It was starting to be so good until it just wasn't. Just, it's just so always sad. sad to see races be defined by reliability issues, especially yeah. when it's the oh, entire yeah. team going out. I know. <laughs> how can you imagine if all four Penske's engines blew oh up? Like God. how much how much of a big deal that would be? Mm-hmm. Like, but no, it's just sad and <laughs> uh-huh. We kind of expect it at this point. There's uh-huh. just so much shit. So it's like so if any team's going to have the really bad luck that's like going to hit all the cars. It's going to be ready. Yeah. Honda. It's awesome. It's going to be Honda. Yeah. It's going to be the Honda team, the big Honda team, and not Chip Ganassi, because somehow they managed to overcome everything always. And it's never um, Ray Hall Letterman either. Well, they have one car, so that's that's different. But, yeah. yeah. Um, Speaking of bad luck, uh, Jerry Hildebrand has a broken hand. Yeah, what the hell? That's really sad. Yeah, I I don't know what even happened. I didn't see. It's he went over Michaela's car. Yeah. So I don't know if it's been he's had the hold the steering wheel and it's been the way the steering wheels bounced because that's normally now that makes sense. Oh, that sucks. So I wonder um, if when he'll be back, and if he isn't, who might fill in for him? Uh, Well, the last time we had. uh, an, an Ed Carter racing driver injured and had to get. <laughs> he didn't like, miss any time. Hands, hands injured and he had to get the hand staple. Yeah, they they kind of dominated the following race. Yeah, and they were yeah. laughing cars. So, I think so Joseph it. just had a hairline fracture in yeah. his yeah. hand. He had the broken collarbone, mm-hmm. but he yeah, actually said yeah. the hand, just the hairline fracture, bothered him worse. I think right. Well, because you've got all the vibrations in your hand. Yeah. So I mean, you use that a lot with these no power yeah. steering cars. Mm. So I don't know. I'm worried about Jr. It's just really unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, I know Barber. There's Barber, and then there's Phoenix right after. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we know that Spencer could fill in in the 21 yeah. while Ed drives the 20 at oh, Phoenix. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I don't know what they're gonna do for Barber. That's that's a good question. Um, 
whispers Zach Beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who's driving there? They don't have a third car in the the five hundred. They don't. They're not going no. to. They no. made that announcement, I think. But I may. I mean, I, I thought Spencer was doing the Indy five hundred as well. Is he not getting to do it? No, he doesn't have a, a seat right now. That sucks. Yeah, that it's does. just Ed and Jr. Hashtag full time ride for Spencer Pickett. Yes, he did really good <laughs> in that mm-hmm. Loki the Wolf Dog car. Mm. <laughs> I was impressed. <laughs> Also, that car was great. <laughs> and just all the Instagram stories from that dog, if you watched them, mm-hmm. they were gold. It was great. <laughs> yeah, he was inspecting the pet lane and everything. That's amazing. Just driving around the paddock with, like, Spencer and the dog on the back of one of those little cart things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a, what a good idea for a sponsorship. Like, get activate all this so- social media nonsense and, like, let's get more of these ridiculous sponsors. Because they were Seriously. also doing, um, Spencer messaged out that him and the dot and Loki were going to be at some spot, must be nearby the track, at ha- like, after the race, and every- you could come and speak to him and pet the dog. And the dog. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> what a good idea. It's like a meet I and love greet it. I'm outside the cars. track on some street corner. Doggo um. meet and greet. <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah, so hopefully he gets a drive. I don't know. I mean, there's still a couple spots left in the 500 grid. Like, someone else could pick him up for the race, maybe. Possibly. I don't know. A few other guys have gotten signed in the last couple days, so that's Zach. pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm Zach Beach so has happy. a seat. <laughs> yep. Zach and Gabby. Yeah, yeah, Gabby Chavez is driving for that new team, too, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Harding Racing. Zach and Gabby, the two guys who could make me and Elizabeth look like giants. <laughs> yeah, they're so, they're so wee. Oh, <laughs> yep. Uh, and then, yeah, the fifth end ready seat is going to Jack Harvey. So I'm, mm. I guess Townsend Bell isn't driving That's this so year. Sad. Which, I know. <laughs> the he end might, of an era. He <laughs> might end up somewhere else. He might, yeah, yeah. So. I'll keep my fingers crossed. Because then he only, like, last year, didn't he announce, like, at the start of May? So he's still got a month to. Yeah, he's still got time. And he did yeah, I mean, so I guess... well in the 500 mm-hmm. last year. It would really be a shame if he didn't mm-hmm. get a ride. Mm-hmm. I think. He could have won yeah. the damn thing. He helped. He helped my son out a, a bit. <laughs> the little toe, little toe there. He didn't help out Ryan Hunter Ray at all. No, he did not. <laughs> not even a little bit. But um, yeah. So I'm I'm pumped about that. And yeah, Gabby Chavez being in it is really good. Like it's all these young drivers that are getting the extra seats, which is really good to see. Indy so, lights. I love it. Yeah, I I think I saw a stat that was like 20 or 21 out of the 29 drivers confirmed got their start in the Mazda Road to Indy, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. So yeah. I mean, as a feeder yeah. series, I really think that whole Mazda Road to Indy is great. Like compared yeah. to what we get, you have in Europe and mm-hmm. F1 and all those feeder series and how yeah. you just don't get the advancement like you do in no. cuz you have all these guaranteed scholarships to go up to mm-hmm. the next level and the winner in Indy Lights gets an Indy 500 ride. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good setup, and uh, I think it's I I don't know if they could ever get anything like that set up in Europe, yeah. um, just because There's... I think the budgeting is so mm-hmm. completely different. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, it's really it's a cool, shame. Um, <laughs> and it's really nice that you know we've got women in the Master Road to Indy, mm-hmm. uh, more women than in Europe. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously Tatiana Calderon is in GP3, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 a good time, and it's good to see the advancement of those people mm-hmm. from from there to the 500. Mm-hmm. So. 
We're we're a month out from from leaving Indy, you guys. Dang. One month, <laughs> one month from today, we will be in my car. Wow, driving to Indy. I'm so hot. Not all of us. <laughs> well, we will we will periscope again with you. And it'll be a good time. It'll be like you'll you're be there. with us I... in our hearts. That's <laughs> yeah, true. It's well, true. I'll be with you in your stomachs because I'm sending you that. I'm doing that sweet package. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sending us candy because yes. you're a goddamn delight. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So that was that was Long Beach. It was a good race. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I think it was pretty good. Pretty satisfying yeah, race. Sure. Yeah. I'd give it like an 8 yeah. out of 10 maybe. Uh-huh. I think that's fair. I mean, I would personally give it like a 1. <laughs> however. Oh, I mean, it's I mean, in terms of like... My favourites and the fantasy, it was a disaster. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But in terms of good racing, interesting it was strategy. Good. Yeah, the whole two stop versus three stop thing was really mm-hmm. interesting to see how it was uh, possibly going to play out if that last safety car hadn't happened. Did you? But I mean, watch, you never know. So, did you watch the Indy Light Twitter feed at all? Because the no. Andretti, the Andretti Autosports Indy Light drivers took over it. And you had like Colton and Dalton, I think it was, were interviewing like oh Dalton Kelly, various yeah. Drivers. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, and you had um, at one point Colton was asking James and Joseph how many pits, and I think James like I'm going to do five, and Joseph was doing two or one. <laughs> but they they also interviewed five. they also interviewed Tony, and it was like. How does it feel to be interviewed instead of interviewing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, there wasn't an Indy Lights race in Long uh-huh. Beach no. this week. It was just no, some of the drivers they're... were there and were doing interviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's always a ton of um, IMSA stuff at Long mm-hmm. Beach. So stadium Super Trucks were there. And Stadium <laughs> Super Trucks. Yep, yep. Always, always. Very important. Um, oh, did you see that during one of the races at Long Beach, there was a super weird yellow flag that it was during no. one of the support races. There was a water main that broke, like right next Ooh. to the track, and like flooded part of the track. They did a long Ooh, yellow geez. flag, cleaned it up. But <laughs> I just thought, well, it's a good thing that didn't happen during the IndyCar race. Hmm. It right. might have been during like Holy the crap. Pirelli World Challenge race or something. But you know, I think I did see something on Twitter about that, but I had no idea what was going on. Uh, <laughs> that's really weird. Where do you know where on the track it was? I am not sure. Not sure. Yeah, that's that's so. That's I think so I tweeted extra. a picture of it. We could maybe look. But it was on the IndyCar track. Mm-hmm. I was just like, mm-hmm. man, that's a good thing that didn't happen during the race. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Apparently, wow, that's... Like, there was a fire hydrant that broke, and it flooded the track. <laughs> nice job, Long <laughs> I don't think you can afford to waste that water. <laughs> California. Um, but yeah, so we're at Barber next weekend. Mm-hmm. Not this coming weekend, because it's Easter, and all of the American Race Series are off, mm-hmm. because... Easter, <laughs> which is uh, unfortunate. Yeah, it happens. It's fine. Um, speaking of NASCAR, wh- how how was that this weekend? Please give us the report. Oh boy, the NASCAR was interesting, <laughs> and it actually like connects a little bit to our IndyCar. I think so. They were at Texas Motor Speedway, which obviously IndyCar is going to run. Oh, hey. Texas Motor Speedway had a major repave here yes. in the off season. And it was really interesting to see how the NASCAR cars ran on it compared to how they used to run on it. I think that it it's much more of a one-groove track than it used to be. Um, you're not... I don't anticipate we're going to get the same kind of, like, pack 
multi-group oh, racing, no. maybe, like we did last year. Um, that being said, there were still a lot of overtakes, and it's a little bit faster. I don't know. It'll just be different. It'll be interesting to yeah. see how the Indy cars handle it. Hmm. But yeah. Um, Jimmy Johnson won the NASCAR race. But actually, interestingly, Ryan Blaney, um, who has the <laughs> female race engineer, Andrea Mueller, he won two stages and really led maybe the most laps in the whole race. He did really mm. well. Oh, shit. So mm. that was really Good sweet. He ended up getting kind of screwed by a weird pit strategy thing late mm. on, and so didn't have the best finish at the end, but had a really good race, so that was nice to see. Oh, that's th- awesome. Yeah. I think it was L- Larson P2, another P2 for Larson. So, who who is the points leader still now, mm. Kyle Larson? And again, there's been a lot of news media chattering about Larson Indy 500 connections. Uh, from what it sounds like, Ganassi's downplaying it for being a this year thing, but it sounds like 2018 might definitely be happening. Like, okay. he's going to try to do the double? Do the double. Do the double. Oh my god. I honestly oh so bad. Please. I need this. I need this in my life. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, I just, I need this. Maybe they're waiting another year so that they can, like, logistically plan it out very carefully. Yeah. Because I, I can't imagine... Like how many do how many people have done that before? Probably not that not many. That. Right? John Andretti, I think, done it the most times. And yeah. Oh, who was it that done it a couple of years back? Was it one of the Bushes that done it the other yeah, year? Yeah, Kurt Busch did. Tony Stewart did it a few times back in the day. Robbie Gordon has done it before. Mm-hmm. Um, Kurt mm-hmm. Busch was the most recent one. But He'd I don't think Kurt Busch actually finished it. He DNF'd uh, uh, in the NASCAR race. So. Yeah, uh, I just think that with like all of the push through social media on IndyCar and NASCAR, that like there's just so many funny things they could do mm-hmm. with this, and I just I'm really excited to see kind of what they're planning for that. Yeah, so. I think it would be awesome, and I think somebody like Kyle Larson could legitimately do decent in the 500. He has that like diverse racing background. Mm-hmm. Where he's raced a lot of different things and been successful in a lot of different things. He's he's done open wheel, right? He has, though his main background is in dirt track stuff. Okay. okay. So, well, he's one of those diverse guys who's raced a lot of things. Yeah, that's awesome. I I hope it works. I hope it works out, and I hope he does it. Yeah, <laughs> It'd be amazing. I want to see it. NASCAR guys in the five hundred, please, always. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. Uh, also, speaking of like. IndyCar, NASCAR, like media, Penske Games round three. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> the- Catherine, can you? Could you? Like, what was your reaction to seeing Will Power just like fucking blow was, through that? I was kind of impressed and then sad that I was impressed because it's just like <laughs> how? Like it- there was like barely a pause. <laughs> that was clearly oh, a man not. who's done that before. <laughs> Like, why have you done this before? Why do you have this skill? Yeah. I don't He's know if I want to actually know. <laughs> but no, it's, actually not. It, it, the way he went through it, it was the exact same with the chubby bunny where it was like, straight at the camera, looking, <laughs> yeah. like, no reaction. I mean, I'm kind of gutted we didn't see more of him in the, the building the, the car because the, I think we got one wee glimpse of him for the guy to go, does he have the power? And then that was kind of it. I mean, just shout out. 
to the Penske social media team because uh-huh. that whole yeah. series has been bold and it's been a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that whatever like doubts and fears I had about Joseph suddenly not being funny anymore are just completely gone. Yep. <laughs> it's fine. That's all fine. Penske doesn't have a soul sucking machine. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the other Penske guys are funny too. Like Simon. It's so hard to hate them. They're all yeah. funny in their own ways. Mm-hmm. Oh, Helio too. Yeah. yeah. He was so happy after he won the poll. It like yeah. brightened my day. Oh, <laughs> it was Sunshine. like I I legitimately thought he was just going to like jump on top of Roger. It was like <laughs> like he's I mean, in his, you never know. He's in his seventies. Don't do that, Helio. <laughs> I don't know if his back could handle that. Tackled no. blomped by Elio Castro yep. Nevis. Yes. <laughs> what a way to die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd I'd be down. <laughs> yep. All right, let's do our let's do our ask TGG questions because we got a couple good ones. Um, all right, Alvis asks: uh, Is Max Verstappen the most talented driver in F one right no. now? Next. Straight up no. All right, <laughs> that's so good. Young. Like, I, yeah. Not now. I mean, the problem is, like, we've really only had him, not even actually yeah. a full season, in a top car. So he's still an unpredictable quantity. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't mm-hmm. say, yes, he's the most talented. You know, we need to see more of him. And he needs, yeah. you know, he still makes stupid mistakes and does stupid he's things. He's 18 or whatever. He's, yeah. he's acting, yeah, he acts like it sometimes, yeah. too. Some of his radio calls are In little... addition to the occasionally brilliant overtakes, yeah. there's he's a lot good of at overtaking. impulsive and stupid and dangerous in there, too. Mm-hmm. The problem so. is, like, how do you define talent? Is talent just uh-huh. overtaking, or is it, you know, setting up the car mm-hmm. and giving feedback to your engineers, motivating uh-huh. a team? Consistency. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I'm probably going to annoy Harrison with this, but (laughs) I think Fernando is still one of the most talented drivers on the the grid. Like I know it's kind of harder to judge now because he's not really had a good car for a few seasons. Mm -hmm. But he he got that Honda he had that Honda up in the points. P six P six in that McLaren. (laughs) I mean, it was the same like last year. I mean he pretty much all the points that McLaren scored were him. He's he does a, a lot with a uh, little, and, it, like, other drivers shouldn't be able to do that, uh-huh. pretty much. He, But he also ruins people's careers. So, you know... That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, the salt is real. Anyway. So, yeah. Long story short, Verstappen is not the most talented driver in F1 right now. Ask us again in, like, yeah, seven years. he has years, the potential to be. be I'll answer. be really interested yeah. to see how he develops as a racer. If he gains yeah. some of that maturity. I mean, he could. Mm. I don't know. Uh-huh. I mean, the biggest test for any driver is when you end up in a car that is a shitbox on wheels. Mm-hmm. When you end yeah. up in that car that really, its place is just outside the points, and you've got to get it into the points. That's mm. when you really get to see who's got talent and i think that's one of the problems i've always had with lewis is that he has never been in a car that isn't race winning worthy Mm. so Uh like everyone's just like he's a great talent and he is a great talent but Uh we've never seen him like okay yeah there were a few years where mclaren would crap but Mm -hmm. he could still win a race in them if the conditions were right like he's never been in a toro rosso he's never been in this mclaren (laughs) he's never been in you know no and I mean, again, if you want to make that art- argument, like, the fact that Vettel won a race in a Toro Rosso, like, yeah. huh, okay. Still the only podium they've ever had. Yep, yep. Or thinking just cross, 
cross series even like that's one of the things that make drivers st- stand out as being, yeah oh mm-hmm. hey remember joseph in his little like sarah fisher hartman racing getting like, yeah good, good uh-huh. finishes like that makes the driver stand out as yeah. being, oh that guy in his shit machine is getting results compared to all these guys in their like good machines i don't know yeah it's one way to make a great driver stand out yeah uh-huh. i mean using indycar as well um simona when she was like on her own and a Lotus, which I forgot they they briefly had an engine in IndyCar as well. Like last I was on here, um, she she managed to sit like fastest laps with a shit engine. Mm. Yeah. She she yeah. was like fighting with this like car that shouldn't have been as high up as it was getting, and it was literally her on her own. That's when you see like how how much potential people have when they're in that situation, and they go. Yeah, this car should be finishing 15th, but I think I can get it to finish 8th or 5th. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. He certainly didn't do as well in Toro Rosso as Vettel did, so Mm -hmm. if if we want to use that as a measurement, then no. Obviously Vettel did. And I mean, it's also difficult to say, honestly, that he was all that much better than Carlos when they were in Toro Rosso together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, Uh that's true. That's true. I wonder, honestly, what Carlos would look like if he were in a Red Bull right now. Oh. And then, imagine. Listen, you know what though? It could still happen. It could still happen. What if what if Kimmy retires and Dan goes to Ferrari yeah, I don't and want then Carlos suddenly to be there's teammates with Max again? <laughs> I mean, me neither, but I want to see Carlos in a good car. So do I. I also don't want to see I'm, Dan in Ferrari. So I don't either. It's all going to be pain. It's fine. Like Tinfoil Hat <laughs> moment is Red Bull favoring a uh, Max because there was a whole thing uh, at the Spanish Grand Prix where it looked like Daniel should have won that race and then all of a sudden they had the issues in the, the, the pits mm. and that was it. Max got oh, it. Oh yeah. So I think he's... I forgot about that. Yeah. He's kind of got that... I think that w- w- may very well have been because like, Max had literally just joined the team and I think part of uh-huh. them wanted to justify the decision of promoting uh-huh. Max to the team. Yeah. But also that wasn't the only time Ricardo had had like idiotic pit issues that mm-hmm. season. Monaco. 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 Mm-hmm. God. That was terrible. So I think he's kind of there's a couple of things around him that kind of makes it hard to say whether or not he is going to become a great or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Alright, next question. Um, we spent way too long talking about Max for seven and I'm mad about it. <laughs> oh, no. uh, who has the best name in motorsport? Willpower. Willpower's good. Yeah, I think Willpower or Scott, Scott Speed. Speed's gotta be like, there. Scott Speed, like, there you go. His name is literally Speed. Also, <laughs> even though it doesn't, want? like, it doesn't really fit in with motorsport, but I learned this week that Maverick Vinales from MotoGP literally named after Maverick from Top Gun, and this pleases me a oh lot. Oh my god. <laughs> so I'm just like, yes. That's beautiful. <laughs> so I approve of that. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> also with Willpower, he's named after... Is he our grandfather, great grandfather, who himself like raced across Australia on a motorbike? Oh. So I mean, oh, the cool. name itself is like, yes, it's it's your it's your, a solid name. You you've, you've, yes. define you're defined by your <laughs> yeah. name, hundred yes. percent. Uh-huh. You have yep. inherited this awesome name. Yep, <laughs> this is what he done with it. Do uh-huh. the same, <laughs> and it allows for so many puns. I love it. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yep. That's all I ever want, ever. Yep. <laughs> more race car puns. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Matt Skellington asks, on a scale of stinging to unbearable, how much pain is Sarah's Canadian <laughs> son bringing her right now? You know, not as much so, not as much pain as Andretti. Andretti. Like, well, yeah. yeah, there's a yeah. very sliding scale of pain right now, and most of my pain receptors are being taken over by my Andretti pain. So, yeah. Yeah. Plus, I'm mad at Canada right now, so we're on a break. We're taking a break. It's playoffs, all right? It's NHL playoffs, and we're playing a Canadian team, and they're going to be insufferable, and I am not ready for it. So no Canada right now. We'll pick back up in, like, June, maybe. Um, do you... This is from March. Uh, do you miss Rosberg in F1? And if so, which qualities of his does F1 lack right now? I miss him a lot. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I like him being on Twitter. Oh, I was just saying, I think he has his own his own particular sort of humor that I really appreciate mm-hmm. and miss. I don't know, he's he's just, he comes off as very smart and snarky, and <laughs> in his own way, though, in a very yeah. subtle, good, I don't know, I miss it. <laughs> Compared to him, like Valtteri, nothing, it's Valtteri, I enjoy Valtteri, but it just seems very meek and mild and, and kind. <laughs> But well, he's finished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nico was only half finished, so it was a little less bad. He was um, German in attitude. Yes. Yes. I, he was almost like going to one of the universities in London to study aeronautical engineering. So I mean, yes. He's insanely intelligent. Yeah. But I mean, it was when he was like on the the podiums, and it was whatever country he was in, and he was able to speak to them. Yeah. Like, I miss that a lot. And it was. Most of the other drivers, it was here's a phrase. It was like it was like thank yous and all this, and then he would talk to them for like a couple <laughs> yeah. of minutes, and it was like, like oh, what a show. When- <laughs> Uh-huh. My oh my favorite thing was in Montreal when he was talking to the Quebec French about like the accents and how his accent was so weird. Um, they did a whole little feature on it. It was great. Yeah, I miss I miss uh, his language skills and his sense of humor and just him winning races and not Lewis winning races. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't miss the infighting. No, yeah. I don't miss the that was that media bias. I mean, the media still suck, and, you know, Sky is still annoying yeah. me, but it's not in the same way, and, like, yeah, I don't miss that. I don't miss the drama. Don't worry, Which is... next race, you can watch it on Channel 4. It'll be live on Channel 4. Yes. I mean, bless. coming from watching the old Nico Lewis drama race, I just finished a 2014 watch, okay. by the way. Like, oh, with cool. none of the media involved. I mean, l- watching them without yeah. having seen them before, without mm-hmm, having mm-hmm. the media. Like, actually, the the it's fun, the rivalry to me, in a way. <laughs> like, I respect a lot, a lot of both of them, and I don't know, it's entertaining. 2014 wasn't too bad. to blow everything out mm-hmm. of proportion, too. Mm-hmm. Dude, 2014 was when Spa happened. Yeah, and Monaco. Yes. <laughs> and Monaco, There was yeah. a lot of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of dumb things. But, yeah, I could see how watching these seasons without, kind of through the filter of the British media, without having those articles bombarded at you all the time, might be pretty mm-hmm. I mean, it was Sky, obviously, that's what I found yeah, online. Well, so there was yeah. that, but I didn't have, like, the Twitter media in mm-hmm, my face yeah. either. So it's probably a different experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I enjoyed it. All right, next question. What is your favorite type of Oreo? This is from Dre. <laughs> <laughs> Birthday cake Oreos. Yes. I don't like Oreos. <laughs> well, you are terrible. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, my favorite are the lemon ones. They came out with a new a lemon variety, and it's like vanilla cookies with lemon frosting, and it's so good. 
I ate like 15 of them last <laughs> weekend. For me, it's Sounds a toss up between the peanut butter one and I think there's a, a cheesecake one. Yes. Mm. Yeah. There's also a red velvet one, which is mm -hmm. pretty decent. Because mm. I, I only ever get them when I see them on offer because mm -hmm. then it's like down to like 40 pence and then I run off with like 20 packets. <laughs> Why do I feel like this is going to be the most controversial thing I've said on this entire show? That I don't like Oreos. I don't now. like Oreos. Because Food Fight Twitter is going to get all of <laughs> I changed my mind. I love Oreos. No, no, no. <laughs> They're delicious. They're no, the no, best. No. The best cookies. Pineapple and pizza. Yeah. Yes uh, or no? Yes. No. Yes, yes, please. No. Wait. No. Listen. <laughs> no. Just because... What, who is the... There's like a chef that came out and Gordon like, Ramsay. Oh. It was Gordon Ramsay. He was very adamant that pineapple on pizza was not cool. I and agree. I, who no. made him the food? Fight me, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I'll take you. Are you going to argue I, I... with a Glaswegian? Honestly, are you going to stand in front of a Glaswegian <laughs> and tell him that pineapple is good on pizza? Are you honestly going to do that to like, Is that where he's from? Yes. Yeah. He's from my Oh, people. I didn't know that. You know yes. what? He, he's wrong. I hope I hope no. you're okay Cause... with your people being wrong. Because <laughs> he was almost a footballer. He was almost a footballer and got... Like, oh really? <laughs> it was. Oh, it was in the the Rangers Academy, like their academy, oh, wow. lot, and he got an injury, and that was it. He couldn't play anymore, so he ends so up coming cook. cooking. Uh huh. But um, the more you know. Uh huh. When you get like there's the charity football match, and it's like England versus the rest of the world. He always comes on for them, and it's like, Gordon, you're going to. You're gonna. You're gonna hurt yourself, friend. <laughs> All right. Next question. After that sensational Long Beach race, this is obviously a question from a Canadian. Uh, do you think we could see Hinchcliffe challenge for the title this year? I, I would love that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think mean, it's I way think... too early, but why not? The thing is, he is one of the most consistent guys because a couple of years back when he was in Andrea Autosport, like, even though he, had, he hadn't won a race, he was in contention up until the track came up at Detroit. He nearly won. He was on the podium Three or four times last year, he almost won Texas. Mm -hmm. Like Graham basically bet him by a nose. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, because I'm pretty sure yeah. James is just bigger. <laughs> I really think that having the Hondas be as good as they are, mm -hmm. as compared to last year, and like Penske being in Chevy, like no longer being mm -hmm. the dominators. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really yeah, gonna no. throw a wrench into things. I mean, who really knows who's gonna end up? I mean, look at Bourdais. Open. Yeah, exactly. Bourdais for IndyCar championship. <laughs> oh, no, please, no. Seabass. Ed Jones for IndyCar Championship. Oh, my God. It could happen. But, yeah, I, no, I think anything could happen at this mm -hmm. point. It's it's wide open, and I love it. It's wonderful. Uh, but let's wait a few more races mm -hmm. before we, like, try to predict a champion, because yeah. we haven't seen any road courses yet. We haven't seen any ovals yet. Mm -hmm. uh, we've only seen testing on the two of them. Mm -hmm. And Barber can get a little a little gnarly, so... Let's let's get through a couple more first. Yeah. And Indy five hundred can play such mind games on drivers yeah. as well. Double yep. points. Because Plus, there's mm -hmm. so many points on hand for that too. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. It's early again. The street races aren't everything. <laughs> Thank God. But I wouldn't count Hinch out. I mean, he could. No, I wouldn't either. So, yeah. Unless you're an energetic, probably. Uh, <laughs> let, why let, at God Sarah, <laughs> what Sarah, did I do to deserve this Sarah we might as well deal with this now we're, we're, we're going to sit here and we're going to do fantastic at the Indy 500 well Rossi will Marco yes. probably do Marco and hit, get hit by the Andretti curse <laughs> <laughs> yeah I have to finish my banner 
It's gonna be. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready still, for. I'm, I'm ready to go to back. It. Yep, it's gonna be great. All right. Well, uh, we have been on this for an hour and a half, so I think we're gonna wrap this one up. But we will be back next next weekend after Bahrain, and then the week after that, uh, we'll have more IndyCar and NASCAR coming at you. So that'll be interesting and fun. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for all y'all being on, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yep.